Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Yes, we're fully rested for our Christmas vacay and ready to delve back into the world of trash once more and in the season of love, no less. So let the Galentines roll. On that time, I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends. And actually, most of them were trash, but some of them weren't. AKA Kira Kira Trash Manga Friends Podcast a la mode, episode 46. Hi, I'm a witch and my crush wants me to make a trash manga. You know what this show is by now. Three people discuss two volumes of one trash manga, dissecting what's good, what's bad, what's trash, and getting caught in an endless stream of bad romances. I am your forever host and light in the loafer Sean, joined by pillow biter Mike and shirtlifter Phil. How are you both? I've missed doing this. <laughs> How long have you wanted to call me a pillow biter? Uh, since I looked it up yesterday. <laughs> Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> got some insight into uh, Sean's internet search history there. <laughs> yes, I was like, "What are old-timey slang terms for gay people?" Got mm-hmm. them. Brilliant. That's not even old-timey. That's oh, is that still a current one? This was this yes. came up under old-timey. So uh, uh... <laughs> it may have been around for a while. Uh, I'm uh, as always falling apart at the seams. You know. I, I hit 30 and bam, everything died. What? What? Yeah, that's how I am. You asked how I'm doing. That's that's the thing that happens when you hit 30? Oh, pretty much, yeah. Oh, no. Sean, you're already 30. I know, and it hasn't happened yet. And there's only <laughs> like a month or so until I'm 31. <laughs> that you know of. <laughs> <laughs> but you say it's not happened. You've had kidney stones how many times at this point? <laughs> that was before I turned 30. <laughs> Oh, so you're an early bloomer then. <laughs> no, that was after you turned 30, wasn't it? No, I had them at the start of 2020 and the start of 2021. So before I turned 30 in February. Well, sucks to be you, I guess. Well, no, because I haven't had them yet this year. It's it's going well. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's for the listeners, January 16th. And Sean is for happy us, yeah. he hasn't had kidney stones yet this year. This is a record. 16 days into the year. Honestly, I'm pretty happy about that too. I've never had kidney stones, but I'm, a, I'm actually happy I've not had them. Do you want some inside advice, Mike? Don't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, greatest doctor ever. Like, oh, well, there's your problem. Just don't. Have you tried not dying? Oh, you know what? Honestly, never crossed my mind until now. Thanks, doctor. Here's a thousand oh, pounds. shit. That's a thing you can do. Oh, I'm such a dumbass. What annoys me the most with it was like, obviously after the first time, because obviously came out of nowhere, I had no idea what they were, but then started doing the things you're supposed to do, like drinking a butt tub more water. Mm-hmm. And then still got them the next fucking year regardless. I was like, well, thanks. <laughs> Glad I cut out things from my diet to no effect. Glad I was sad for a year. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if anyone can relate, Mike, here, it's you after your it diet is, yeah. for like two years and be oh, like, I've done hell. it. And then just immediate rebound. Yeah, rebound and worse. Yeah, when people say I went on a heavy diet and now I'm thin, just like wait for it. <laughs> it's real, and I was so fucking sad that whole time. Like I'm, I'm good. You, I'm you were like, miserable. You were genuinely thin, though. At the end, yeah, of it. I was, and, then, and yeah. I was thin and sad. <laughs> like let's, <laughs> like I'm, I'm much happier being fat. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> You are living your best life. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I am still falling apart. <laughs> but definitely happier than I was then. So, yeah. Everything shit. Welcome to 2021. <laughs> oh, man. 2022, Mike. 
No, it still feels like 2021. Forever. It felt like 2021 and 2020. It's just, it's, it's a state of being. Everything's terrible. The forever 20s continue on, as it were. <sighs> yep. Time has been soup for years now, and I said that as a joke when we started this podcast. It's still true because we started this in lockdown, and I mean, it was only just into lockdown. It was, it was long enough already at the time, and as recording this, we might be going into another one. Maybe? I think we're, I think we're coming out of it. If anything, they're not doing another lockdown. We're in the awkward tiptoey. It's not really a lockdown, but it sort of is at the moment. But that's probably ending by the end of the month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh. Hey, it's a maybe situation. we'll get to see each other for the first time since recording this podcast, Mike, God, this yeah. year. It, yeah, it's it's legit been, like, what, two years since we've seen each other in person? That's the, I don't know if we saw each other in, like, the few months of 2020 before shit fell apart, so... I can safely say no on my part, because before lockdown, I was back down south for, like, eight weeks. True. Actually, yeah, that's true for both of us. We were both away for a little bit at the start of 2020 due to various reasons, so... Yeah, we've probably not seen you in at least two and a half years at this point, Mike, face-to-face. God, why even break the streak at this point? Let's just keep going. <laughs> That's it. Friendship over. <laughs> Been waiting for an excuse. <laughs> like, no, sorry, I want to be friends with you. I just don't want to break the record. <laughs> I've got a responsibility. Hey, does this mean after this we're going to be moving to in-person recordings? I... <laughs> I mean, first of all, I had to figure out the logistics of that. And second of all, I maybe. Maybe that'll be episode 50. Okay, that was a joke. I, I don't actually want to do that. That, that was a joke. <laughs> no, we're, we're coming over to your house, Mike. This oh, is... you definitely don't want that. <laughs> I like how we're doing the recording at Mike's house and not ours. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's put it this way. What's more likely, you coming here or yeah, me exactly. going there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the difference is, Mike, if you come over here, we know for a fact this is it would happen. Because you're here. Whereas if we went over to yours. It's Mike. I could still happily bet that he would leave his house, like half an hour would pass, we'd call up his significant other and be like, Is is he still there? And be like, No, he left. And like, oh no. <laughs> Just got stabbed on the back. way there. <laughs> <laughs> went out for milk and never returned <laughs> said he was going out for milk and cigarettes he doesn't even smoke and we've got like three bottles of milk <laughs> oh god right well uh, I feel that covers banter <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a while since we've recorded now so you know we, we've got some things to say to each other clearly <laughs> it's good to be back it is good, yeah. I, I did reference this, I believe, in the last episode, but uh, that was like a month ago or so at this point for us. But yeah, we've had our we've had our Christmas break now. So while for you guys it's just from January to February, for us it's been at least a month. You said I was that we all rested. I don't feel any more rested. <laughs> just that's a downward decline for me. <laughs> Speaking of going down, Phil, what's this about today? I, I've got to introduce him first. <laughs> <laughs> Can tell we've not done this in a while. <laughs> Go for it. Speaking of going down, so this time around, uh, this time around, we have covered How Do We Relationship, aka Sukiate Akitemo i Kana. This is a romance slash drama manga. Uh, it originally started off as a one off kind of doujin in February 2018, but became a series from August 2018 onwards. Uh, there's seven plus volumes currently out in Japan, I believe. 
Uh, it is written and drawn by Tammy Full, aka TM Fly. This is their most popular work by a mile, though. It is actually licensed, which I was surprised to discover. Uh, Viz release it, so there's four volumes out now. Although, uh, like with a lot of current manga that Viz do, good luck buying volume one. And there is no current anime adaptation announced or planned. But uh, Phil, not that we've given the game away already, but what is uh, how do we relationship all about? What, why did we pick? Th- why did you pick this series for the month of love? Lesbians. <laughs> Just lesbians. I want to say it's not porn. It's not porn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to give a slightly more in-depth premise, Phil? <laughs> <laughs> right, so so lesbian, Sean. When a woman and a woman like each other and fuck. <laughs> it's when a woman and a woman like each other very much. Do they have names, Phil? Oh my god, you want in detail. God. Yes! <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. It's about... University students, Miwa and Sayako, who start going out with each other. Congrats. They're lesbians. The end. Manga over. Episode done. See you next time. It is a little more complicated than that, but not really. Yeah, that's the thing, Mike. It's not really. Yeah, not really. It's just slice of life, romancy, dramery, lesbians. Just general romantic dreck, yes. Yeah. Great. The premise, for people who are actually <laughs> wondering and wanting to know, uh, so we're focusing on two college students, Miwa and Seiko, who kind of uh, end up hanging out as they both end up joining uh, their college's music club. And after one drunken night out, both end up coming out to each other. That they're both into girls rather than guys. And so end up start kind of dating initially as a spur of the moment thing, but uh, we find out as it go on. But they do kind of genuinely care for each other as we look into their various relationship issues. And of course, the issues of being gay in the modern world. It also um, goes into issues of uh, one of the protagonists. They, they are gay, but they've never really acted on it because of various deep-seated issues and stuff. So it's about her learning and learning about herself and flourishing and stuff as well. So yeah, it, it's, C- got, coming it's got out some layers. Shall. Yeah, yeah, coming out in more ways than one. Hey. Uh, it, it it's got layers, and that's the that's the important thing. It, it's an ogre. It's got layers. I was going to say, but we're not we're not watching Shrek, Mike. Oh man, is there a Shrek manga? Probably. I'm googling it. Good God. <laughs> I don't think it's official, but it's funny. <laughs> Carry on. Well, ah, dear. I mean, I I like it. I like both the characters in this. I feel that they both feel like actual, real people with personalities rather than just I want to draw a manga about the gays. So here's two random girls. Was it a man or a woman that wrote this and or drew it? No idea because it's uh because they use like a stage name as it were. Right. So I don't actually know if they're pen name. Girl. That's a yeah. That's the right term. Pen name. Yeah. Yeah, it just makes me wonder, because this does feel like it comes from a highly dramatized version of personal experience. So I'm not sure if it's like an actual self, like almost autobiographical thing, or if it's like a biographical thing. So it's like secondhand of like someone else's story and then jazzed up for entertainment purposes. 
Like, I'm, I'm not sure about that one because it does seem. I'm, I don't want to say drama filled because it's not really drama filled. And, like, the drama that does exist is understandable that people in this situation would feel that way. But it does seem like every chapter there's a there's a new issue that they have to conquer, which just I just feel like that doesn't happen all that often in relationships. Uh, I, I don't think it's necessary. There's a new issue every chapter. It's just an issue takes multiple chapters to resolve in its own way. I do get that thing. I do understand though. It might, sometimes it does feel like these are these issues are non-existent. Yeah, not that they're non-existent. They just come out of nowhere, and then mm. they last, and you can't really explain. Like, there's no context that we're given as to why suddenly one of them's in a bit of a huff, as it were. It just feels like, well, we need some conflict for this story to keep going. So here we are. There's like one chapter, and I sincerely doubt we'll talk about these chapters in any order because you don't really need. There's them. no need to. I, I would argue the chapters themselves are barely in any coherent order at times. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Apart from like one narrative thread, but yeah, we'll get I guess we'll get to that at some point. But yeah, there's one chapter where they just start randomly talking about jealousy and like uh how jealous you are when your partner's talking to people. And that wasn't really prompted by anything. Uh it was just like, Hey, I heard that people in relationships are jealous. Oh no, are you jealous? No, okay. <laughs> wasn't it because one of them was talking to other people or something and it was literally just a conversation like, though. Hey, aren't, aren't you jealous of them getting all that attention? Yeah, like it's 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 kind of just a non-issue because the if the answer is no, then that's where that conversation ends, you know? Are you jealous? No. Well, but that was sort of <laughs> cool. that whole point of that little Yeah, but they took an entire it was chapter like, to no, say No, I'm not jealous and then it's like, well, act it very much feels like that snowballs out of nowhere, especially considering it's coming from the character who's already the more socially interactive one. Socially adept. Socially adept, yeah, that's a better way of putting it, one, compared to the other one, the relationship is more withdrawn, and uh, they have no issues of jealousy or anything. When, If anything, they're inspired by the one person being able to interact so easily with people. I mean, to put it simply, uh, one character is very much an introvert, and one is very much an extrovert. And... So you expect certain things from certain characters because of those particular roles they have. And you'd expect the extrovert to be like loud and capable of um, handling judgment that society throws in them for being gay and stuff like that. And that is true. But, and uh, you expect the introvert to be shy and less capable of handling that sort of stuff. And again, that is true to the characters. But then you get stuff like this, which just kind of comes out of nowhere. The extroverted one's the one who's like, maybe uh, suddenly becomes very introverted and is very almost sad that the idea that someone might, that their very introverted partner might be jealous of them and talking to other people. It's just weird and it's kind of out of character and it feels very manufactured. So th that's one of the issues I uh, have with the uh, I dramatization. Say that definitely, you definitely do get people like that. It's more just, I think the thing is they were, they're painted in, such ways, it's like, no, they really don't get jealous, and everything we've seen sort of backs that up, and then it's just all of a sudden out to know whether, like, actually, shit, I'm jealous. Which can happen, I guess, if, like, you start seeing someone new, you maybe realise, actually, maybe I am the jealous type in this particular case, but it was such a 
being as what we read is probably about two to three three months, I think, by the end of what we read, something like of them going out. Oh, of, in the series, yeah, in the series terms, it's about three months to suddenly be that extremely jealous for someone who isn't is that is out of character. It's not really that it's. I don't want to harp on this one particular point too long because it is fairly minor. It is like one chapter out of the 18 that we read. More than one chapter. Was it more than one? I feel like it's, one. It, I think it's like the plot towards the end of volume two. Yeah, it's like a background thing that runs through a few chapters. Like it comes up and then that's sort of why they're having a little bit of a, I'm going to say a tiff, but they're not really. It's just like, oh, why are you being so distant? And it's like, no, I'm not. You just need to go have other friends. Why not? I can't keep you all to myself. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, that is a fairly that yes. element at least is fairly realistic. Where one person in their head has envisioned this: this is a big issue, this is a tiff. Oh my god, this could be the end, and then the other character is just carrying on as normal. That that's actually pretty much how all their quote unquote fights go. It's like, oh, here's this issue. It's like, oh, uh, we just sort of blown this out of proportion in our own heads, haven't we? But yep. And it's not like people and relationship. It's not like people in relationships like this don't exist. Well, to be fair, I would say that particular part like blowing something out of proportion in your own mind is extremely common everything in here although a couple of times it can feel like it does come out nowhere, everything in here feels entirely realistic that you could go through and probably do in a relationship so yeah no that's the that's what i was about to say it's like everything here absolutely does feel real in isolation but then you got to consider that over the three months of this relationship that we read about all of this stuff happens like all of it it's like all right and this would usually be a sign of these guys are are not really happy with each other it was just a convenient relationship and they've tricked themselves into being in love as it were and they do kind of pay lip service to that idea but no it turns out they're just they're really actually very very happy in this relationship and it's probably going to work out long term and well but no they keep having all these mini issues i would say is like I believe I originally came across this through the. I'm going to call it a one shot. I think it's only like the the Dojin version. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like two chapters, mm-hmm. and the ending of that is just basically, huh? I guess we don't work out, and they break up. Oh well, okay then. <laughs> and like they're just like, yeah, you know, we're we're just both there. We're just like, yeah, we're we're both lesbians. Let's just go out and. Uh, no, we just don't work. The end. I mean, that is kind of how it looks like it's going to go in the early days. Yeah, it's like just because, and I understand that for people in quite closeted societies like modern Japan can be. And if you happen to, in that society, encounter someone that you are that you are attracted to and is also gay, it makes sense that you go, well, we may as well give it a go without really any regard as to whether or not you work as a couple or you even like each other that much. Like, it makes total sense that you'd even try that. But to me, it reads that while that might have been how it started, it didn't end up that way, at least towards the end of what we read. Like, they really did have seem to have genuine affection for each other, genuine, like, feelings at the very least, if not love, like, working towards it. So, I, I don't know, like... It, it's a very it's a, it's a strange dichotomy between the two ideas of like this is just a convenient relationship versus uh, we struck gold with this one. 
and like just yes it was convenient but it also worked out it's it's a strange balance they're trying to draw and it does does feel very off-putting when you have these new issues in every single chapter i mean if this whole thing took place over a couple of years then yeah sure i would buy this amount of issues and they still be together but three months yeesh that's that's a stressful relationship right there that's the kind of relationship that people are constantly telling you on the internet is toxic and you need to cut them off from society. I, I don't think their relationship's toxic. Neither like, do even, I. even over the course of like saying it's three months. Like these issues aren't particularly massive or anything. Like one character being a bit jealous is not it's not like physical abuse or anything like that. It's not toxic. You misunderstand what I'm saying. Okay. What I'm saying is these are all what people would consider to be red flags if it happens with this amount of frequency. I'm not saying yeah. this relationship is toxic. It's not. Clearly it's not. But it's written like one that is. Which is where the weird confusion and the stresses I, I, come from. I feel I we have different definitions of a toxic relationship here. But... I, yes, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just, And I'm not saying that I think it's toxic either. I'm just saying it's written like something that people would say is. I mean, it's one, it's one of those things where if you knew a couple where all this happened, you feel like you probably would say to one of them you'd be like you sure about this yeah i feel they need to have a talk about it i wouldn't say it's toxic per se okay maybe i accidentally used a loaded term and i apologize <laughs> for that but you do see what i'm saying i i understand where you're coming from it's just for me when you say toxic you to me that's something a lot more harmful whereas i don't think i would ever describe the issues here as harmful bear in mind some of the stuff that was shown can actually be harmful because it's put, it can just be putting both people in a very negative headspace constantly and just affecting them in that way. So it can be toxic. It might not be as toxic as what you might think. But Yeah, and obviously toxicity, like many things, is a sliding scale. But it's, um, it's things like uh, the, the, the conversation of sex comes up fairly early, not including the flash forward you get in the first page or so yeah one of the characters is in the classic manga way horny af <laughs> yes and the other is more reserved nervous even pure i think is the term say so <laughs> yes, yeah uh, pure. basically hasn't done it before uh, hasn't had sex with a woman before and just doesn't have sex in general no she has had sex and it didn't go well <laughs> No, but you're thinking of the uh, other character. Oh, okay. <laughs> fair enough. To be fair, it's hard to really say because they don't... It feels like it's often vague about their kind of backstories about their relationship history. Like, we'll get snippets into it, but there's never been... They always seem to dodge the issue rather than saying anything outright. The thing I will say is Miwa's backstory is like the next arc, I think. Mm -hmm. Right, okay. Which was sort of hinted at at the very end of what we read with, like, she gets a text message like, oh, we're going to have our class reunion so-and-so is going to be here. I bet that'll make Miwa happy. And it's like, yeah, I, I believe that's the next arc anyway. But they're talking about fucking. And they and there's one, one character, Miwa, who's very, very reserved and she's quite scared about it. And It's not so much she's scared about it. It's that she has her own ideas of how a relationship should progress. And she has a very sort of picturesque love story type idea where it's like oh no you should know the person for this long and it's got to happen in such a way and 
and there'll be little like Disney birds flying around your head and yeah, pretty <laughs> well, much. I do agree that she over romanticizes a bit. The fact is, if that's how she feels, comfortable, no, I, I that's agree. Fine. And but then the partners Sayo Psycho Psycho. Right, yeah. Uh, she basically says, ah fuck. Alright, just fine. I guess we'll wait three months. Uh they don't. <laughs> not even not even close. They, they to that. wait like a week at that point and then yeah. Yeah. And it's between the time of her saying that and the time when they actually do it, she's kind of pressuring her constantly for sex. Like kinda. But not so much in the we should do it right now kind of way, but in the sense of like I but I really want to kind of way. Uh it's it's a little more subtle and it's a little more gross as well, in my opinion. And of course, you get into situations where she just straight up says, "Like we should do it now as well," and like, "But oh, okay." Um, but then she stops at the last minute because she's clearly that Miwa looks like scared or like rigid, nervous, freezing up around it. So it just gets kind of awkward as well. And it's like it, it just it feels a little bit like they don't mesh very well as people. Like they clearly have very different ideas, and I suppose it's up to the readers to decide whether or not the relationship in question could work out long term because of these things that keep popping up yeah i was gonna say like to me that's less gross and more psycho being honest like i could definitely see that interpretation that her constantly bringing this up i don't want to say forces me was hand but obviously makes it she's aware that it's a cause for concern as it were in the relationship mm-hmm. but i don't know if i go as far as gross but i, I mean it's, it's something one of the side characters actually brings up though isn't it It, she says well psychos like she just needs to bang constantly oh the one miss no filter yes yes horny on main yes and she says yeah she has to wait like three months like that that ain't gonna happen you're probably better off just breaking up kind of thing and he's like that's while a very blunt way of putting it is not necessarily a bad thing to tell someone in that situation i don't think because while it's fine to have different expectations over that sort of people do have different needs. I mean, that's not, that's of course not uh, um, confined to gay relationships. It's like no. straight relationships as well. It's like, I really, really need you to do stuff to my feet. I'm not into that. <laughs> this isn't going to work. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Sure, I, I generally wasn't talking that specific, but yes, fetches <laughs> are in that group as well, I guess. I'm just saying, it happens in every like, relationship. Like, yeah, if, if, if you absolutely need to be with someone who is into that particular fetish, whatever that fetish is, sure, you, you need to get that sorted out right away or you're just not going to be happy. I mean, it works in other relationships as well. It's like your boss tells you, I really need you to come into work. But I don't want to. Well, I guess this relationship isn't going to work. I feel there's well, a slight slightly different dynamic there, but you're not entirely off base. <laughs> Working relationships are a bit different to romantic relationships. Not if you're doing them right. <laughs> I mean, in general, if my boss was like, hey, you're coming in on Saturday, I'd just laugh at them. So, you know. <laughs> but if your boss was like, hey, you want to fuck, you'd be like, all right. <laughs> No, no, I'd be like, uh, excuse me, I just need to uh, go talk to HR. <laughs> excuse me a moment, I just need to uh, sue you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, BRP. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, probably probably don't probably don't sexually harass your <laughs> co-workers, subordinates, whatever. Maybe don't do that. That was a joke. What if that's their fetish? <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit, we're back into this again. That's what role-playing's for, Sean. Ah. <laughs> yeah, but they need the real experience. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, indeed. Then go go work in a... I don't know. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a bit rusty about this whole thing. It's been a while for me, unlike you two kids. So, you know. Uh... Moving on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, moving on. Well, I mean, to be fair, so we do. So obviously, they're in um, a lesbian relationship, as it were. And in fairness, the story—I feel the story does just the right to me as a not not lesbian. The story does. Wait, just you're about, not a lesbian? Oh my I, gosh! I mean, no, I am. This, uh, this is a shocking revelation to me. I am. Hey, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Thanks. I, f- I f- personally, I feel the story pays about the right amount of lip service in that it does come up throughout the story that you know they're in a homosexual relationship and the implications that can have on the people around them, like who they're willing, who they're comfortable with discussing that with and who they're not comfortable discussing that with or feel mm-hmm. pressured by. And like, I feel it does the right especially considering, considering they're all in a college. Thank God it's a college, not a high school. Yeah. They're actually 18 in this one. folks. <laughs> <laughs> but especially because of that. So as well, most of the people they're with, like most of people, not to turn it into a generational thing, but like most people in that generation are these days pretty cool, even in a more reserved society like Japan, are fairly cool with the concept of homosexuality. But you do also see, obviously, like in their middle school selves, where that's more of a, oh my God, you're gay. <laughs> so yeah, I feel it pays the right amount of lip service and it does it in a pretty well way. I don't know if you two had thoughts on that part. Uh, can you repeat the question? I wasn't paying attention. Do you feel it does enough? Like, do you feel it puts enough story and lip service towards the whole like issues that specifically affect gay relationships? Uh, they do tend to only focus on one issue. I feel. I don't know about if they pay enough service to it in general, but that one issue comes up a lot, and it's all revolved around the fact that this couple isn't really out, and I can't quite figure out why because they're not really out of the closet they're not like they're, they're not shouting it loud and proud or anything like that, that they're it's together. not on their twitter profile no no I, but they are still very happy to show massive public displays of affection one of them is sure but they do it you know they do it a lot yes. and they, they they talk fairly candidly relatively so with people as well and then they expect these people to not figure it out or to not know about it i mean most of the sidecast knows <laughs> some of them don't which is fucking amazing some, some of me. them don't but they're very minor characters to be fair enough well because they're not like out about it then it frequently gives rise to the issue of one of them gets confessed to and that's and they or they get like found out and they have to shrug it off and that's the that's the issue that keeps getting brought up here it's like but no we can't be with men because we're gay and it's like it, that's i granted that's the biggest issue but that's the one they choose to focus on a lot and i don't know I, and i know i know lesbian couples they have other issues 
and it's just it's just weird that they focus on one the whole time. I'll say they they sort of bring it up the fact that they both had uh, Psycho in particular had like really shitty experiences in the past, mm-hmm. so they're generally pretty careful about who they tell this to because they're aware of backlash that can come from some people. And it does one person later. Oof. Well, it doesn't. Cause this this is sort of my arc. End is a discussion in of himself, themselves. But uh, I'm called end. Yeah. For me, obviously, they have. It sort of comes up pretty early on. It's like, oh, do we tell these people? Like they they seem pretty chill, and like it's, it's their band basically. And one of them sort of finds out by accident the macking in the room they practice in. He happens to walk in, kind of thing. So they decide to tell the other two because, like, oh yeah, they're probably pretty chill. But it it always just seems like everyone they tell is just fine with it. Which I mean, don't get me wrong, that's a great thing. Yeah. But part of me is also just like, I I don't know, is is that how that would go most of the time? It is certainly different when you talk about a group of friends versus wider society. Because yes, yes. we do have those tragic cases where someone comes out to their friends and it takes a lot of bravery and a lot of strength to do it. And then that friend is just disgusted with them and breaks off the relationship. It happens. It's sad. But it's it's a genuine fear, which a lot of people do have when they're coming out. It's never one I've seen happen, though. And I feel like you would generally know, like if you were actually friends with this person, you would generally know how they were going to react to it. Granted, you could be completely blindsided. Well, I think I think that's the thing, isn't it? Sometimes people say, like, you know, I had this friend, they were great and everything, and I came out to them, and then it was like I didn't know them at all, because they were just like, they're like, no, get away from me, whatever. Just like a real shit person. To the story's credits, I know I did just post it. I would argue that, considering, I mean, this started in 2018, the point we're in roughly in society now, generally most people at this point, or at least of our age group at the very least and below, are okay with homosexuality. Like, there's still, there's still lots of progress to be made in other areas, like, say, transsexuality. But I think of the idea of people being homosexual or bisexual, that most people at this point are fine with it. Like, gay marriage is legal in more places than it's not i think at this point so mm-hmm. or some ver- variation thereof if not yeah exact marriage yeah um and i even i know like i'm i'm an old man like i said after 30 everything falls apart we're still millennials mike <laughs> <laughs> millennials in i'm a thousand years old yes <laughs> and yeah so i remember even 20 years ago i can cast my mind back that far before it gets foggy and I remember that back then, being gay was a punchline. It was oh, that was the God, that was the yeah, joke. Like I was one of those people when I was like ten or twelve or whatever. You call people gay because it's a good token insult. But it's like yeah, I mean, I also gave as an insult. I'm not going to throw you under the bus like that. But like <laughs> that, that's not really what I mean. I mean, like there is a movie from early 2000s. Fuck knows when. It's called Boat Trip. I thought that movie was fucking hilarious as a kid. And the trip, the, the movie is a, a couple of guys, they sign up to a singles cruise and they really piss off the very gay, very camp travel agent. 
And so he like sneaky sneaky signs them up to a gay cruise instead. And that's the whole fucking joke. Everyone's gay. That's the joke. That's the entire movie. The movie's shit. But I thought it was hilarious back then. I mean, granted, I was like 12. But <laughs> yeah, thought it was funny. And that just doesn't happen anymore because people go like, oh, wait. No, it isn't. It's not like it's not funny, because don't get me wrong, sex with anyone's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, sex is I mean, gross I defer to you two here. It's been a while, but for me. So. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, you know what? If you can't laugh, <laughs> yeah, something's a bit wrong. <laughs> if you have to laugh, something's wrong as well. <laughs> if you can't stop laughing, eh, 50-50 odds. But yeah, it's like, the joke was, haha, these people are straight in a boat full of gays. That was the joke. And now people realize, societally speaking, that it's not funny, it's not weird, not even unnatural for the most part. It's just, it's just a thing that people are sometimes, and society is very much coming around to that, and that's sort of emblematic of the friends' reactions in this, where it's like, yeah, like, it's almost like no one's surprised, you know? It's like, yeah, yeah. They, they, they're like, like uh, when they find out, like, oh, you're gay. Uh, cool, yeah, can you pass me that thing over there? <laughs> it's like the, uh, the, the meme conversation text threads you get with, like, kids coming out to their parents. Like, one of them I saw recently was, uh, like, hey, son, can you come out? Uh, can you come out here? And <laughs> he said, dad, I'm gay. Yeah, cool, but can you actually give him the garden? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that one was massively fake, Mike, but... I, I know what you mean. It happens, though. It was a meme. But yes, like, shit like that does happen. And it's like, because people don't care anymore. And they shouldn't. If anything, the thing that annoyed me is that they would come out and then a couple of times, a couple of the guys in the band were then like, oh, okay, well, in that case, I've only got one thing to say. And I'm like, oh, here it comes. Here we go. How'd you fuck? <laughs> yeah, that does happen. <laughs> Which, firstly, weird, great, like, weird thing to ask your friend that you've just found out is a lesbian. Secondly, it's 2018, and these are college guys. Are you telling me they've never like looked on Pornhub or yeah. something? Horny or... college Japan. guys, and you're telling yeah. me they've never looked up lesbian porn? Exactly. Japan. I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> lesbian hentai, then. Horny people <laughs> anywhere, Phil. <laughs> it, the, the point is, it's less of a thing. Granted, porn is not exactly an instruction manual to sex, but it's like, it gives you a rough idea of the neighborhood and to be fair to that guy's credit in a later chapter he does kind of bring that up and he's like maybe i shouldn't have asked how they fuck sure and everyone's like yeah yeah i have also been a person who's like met with this question like immediately and i didn't uh, i didn't just outright ask someone like how does that work to their face like completely insensitively like he does but like the question was there and like i was like i should ask this no no <laughs> don't and not necessarily about this but like anything in that same in the same neighborhood the butt the answer is up the butt i mean the answer is always up the butt four plus three <laughs> up the butt oh. but yeah it's 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 a lot of fingers <laughs> the point yes oh fingers. Just, yes fingers <laughs> <laughs> The point is, like, it's human reaction to when being faced with new information and have questions to want those questions answered. So I get the shock response this character gives. 
and it is kind of real. I mean, it is easy to forget in this, and this is a compliment, it's easy to forget in this that these characters aren't real, because they do have some real human genuine reactions. They do a lot of other stuff which is very much not real, but they do have some human reactions. The, the other thing as well in that particular interaction, because I think he's talking to Psycho at that point. Yes, he is. She basically just kicks him and is like, the fuck are you even asking? <laughs> yeah. Fucking Google it. <laughs> like, if you're really that curious about this shit, in this modern age, Google it. <laughs> like, 20 years ago, maybe not. Now, Google it. To be fair, this also does tie into the uh, one far less serious and far less, you know, like, with repercussions discussion, as it were. Which is, so, what the other plot point of this, and I'm going to say plot point in, like, inverted commas, is the whole, they are part of a band, and that is comes to me across more as a vehicle for getting more people into the story and then like having more characters rather than Oh totally. Let me put it this Kaon puts more effort into the music part of its story than this does. I mean it's because music isn't part of the story really. It's not yeah, it's not a music manga. It's just it's you, a you you could literally replace the music club with the whatever club and the chess club. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that like that's a little like I feel they could do I'm not asking, I know it's not the focus, but I feel like they could do a little more with, like, at least justifying why it's music uh, outside of just, well, they're kids, college kids, so they probably... No, no, they they go out um, socially in, like, the first chapter or second chapter, they get drunk and said, we should start a band, and then they do. (laughs) Because they're in the music club specifically, I want to point out here. Sure, sure. It's not just people went out, got drunk, and like, we should start a band. I don't know, that actually happens very often. No, I know it does, but my point is more, there was a bit more thought put into it than just drunk people being like, let's start a band. I would argue there's not a whole lot of thought put into it at all, because, uh, yeah, none of them are musicians at that point. No, uh, Psycho's played played guitar in the past, and then one of them had also done. Yeah, I think think the vocalist is a vocalist. Yeah. Lucha, I think, is the drum player. I think. I, I'll, I'll save it the effort, Sean. I've only written down two names for this one. Oh, those are the only two names that are important. Yes. Every other character, with the exception of one, is interchangeable. I would argue that the other two, the backup two females, are also somewhat important. Rika and Ushi, is it? Yeah. I'd argue they at least have more of an impact on the story as well. Like the, Again, the band yeah. all interchangeable, pretty much. You've got the, the heartbreak guy who keeps going in and out of a relationship. The big butch, butch one, and then the the kid who has doe eyes for Miwa, but that'll never go anywhere. Yeah, I, I I disagree. Actually, I think all of the characters, bar the main two, are very interchangeable because it's their story. Like it's it's meant to be their story, and everything else is meant to be yeah. set dressing. And so it's not a bad thing that these characters are interchangeable. It, like, we're never going to get a scene of just the side characters interacting with each other. It's always going to be how they interact with the Mike, yeah, that happens. There are multiple scenes with just the side characters interacting. I was, was oh. going to say, there's at least two chapters where you actually switch point of views to the side character. That whole discussion about this, with the side characters going, man, mate, how do we react around them because they're lesbians? That's, that's side characters only. Well, I guess I blacked out of those parts then. <laughs> we just discussed them. You just brought them up. I guess I blacked that out as well. <laughs> I, I think in Mike's defense, I think the problem there is usually when you have those sorts of scenes very quickly, 
one of the two main characters pops up. So usually the focus isn't really on the side characters. It's like, hey, let's show them talking about whatever for a moment, and then in comes a main character. That's fair. Like, most of the times with a, a side character, like, even like an introspection or a discussion between side characters there is there to further the plot of the main two rather than anything of themselves. I think Uchi is like the one exception because we have a couple of pages into her relationship history. We'll say there's, well. there's two chapters basically where you get sort of a side character's perspective for the whole thing and some of their background. But it's brought about in response to the main character's relationship. So you see Rika's trying to fix a problem she caused and she's giving herself a motivational speech while riding another guy. Yeah, while fucking a guy. <laughs> and the guy's like, look, maybe don't do the heroic speeches mid-fuck. <laughs> or, I mean, frankly, or do. Like, whatever. I gotta whatever, say. Whatever gets you going. I'm, gonna say, I, I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. I believe in you. Fuck yeah! <laughs> well, he's not, is the point. <laughs> he's not, no. Clearly, you should be fucking me, then. <laughs> That's my fetish, apparently. And and then, yeah, you have one from Ushi's point of view, where it's where she's just like, man, I've not been in a relationship. Should I get in a relationship? How do I do that? How, how am I so on? You just have that. I was trying to figure out first if she was meant to be like an asexual character, but I don't think she is, because she's no. clearly interested no. in romance. But I mean, you could be asexual without being aromantic. That's the thing, yeah. At first I was trying to figure it out, but I think she is just more relationship adverse is what I've put in my notes rather than anything. As dismissive as this is, she just hasn't found the right person yet. I was, was like, going to say, I don't, I don't <laughs> think it's necessarily any of that. I think it's just, it's sort of said offhand. I think someone says like, oh, you see, you're just looking for a mature guy, basically. Yeah, That's me worse, surprisingly, who says that one. Yes, yeah. This is yet another example about how even backstory completely divorced from the characters the those two main characters are still involved yeah so yeah this is what i meant like yeah but it's basically like yeah you know just because you're not found the one yet doesn't mean you're not interested in any of that it's just you've not found someone you click with in that way and that's okay too i definitely do like those two as side characters even if they are Literally, in Rika's case, just crash into the story out of nowhere. Like, one of the characters is minding their own business, and then Rika literally goes up and goes, Oh my god, you're fucking psycho. <laughs> yes. And you've not been introduced to this character at all. It's not like they've even been in the background at any point. You're like, I'm sorry, who? Did I miss something? Who are and you? Also, <laughs> to clarify, she is fucking the person called Psycho, not she's fucking psycho. <laughs> Psycho. Yes. Not yeah. psycho. Right. Me, me, me that that not one actually took me a moment. I have to admit. <laughs> like, oh my god, you're fucking psycho. You're trying to stab me. Like, I was like, no, no, Mike. What she said is correct. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, right, right. Psycho. Insane. Right. Yes. But yeah. Okay. I think that's why I mentally pronounced it as Sayoko, just to stop myself from thinking that over and over. Right. But yeah. Sometimes the side characters just appear. And there's like one scene where Miwa, the introverted character, she just wakes up in a friend's house with some random half naked woman on top of her and wearing Rika. someone else's clothes. And Ushi. Yeah. And it's like, she's like, oh my God, did something happen? Nope. Oh. 
<laughs> okay. I, hey, I want to give this credit. There were, especially early on in the times, I was petrified we were going to go down the story of we're going to start off this story with rape, as it were. And it doesn't happen. That never happens. And I'm like, thank God. Yeah, everything is consensual everywhere. And it does feel like they are. There's one character, which we briefly mentioned earlier. It kind of felt like they were building up to him being rapist or something. Something like that. I'm assuming you're talking about End. End, yeah. See, I thought he was going to be homophobic. Yeah, same. And I guess there's an argument he kind of is, but... He's just people-phobic. <laughs> he's... I, that's the thing. End is... I, he's presented, obviously, as a very, like, hateful character, but he's kind of... I, I must admit, I was kind of interested in his character, because he's so... He's very different to everyone else in the story, but I I kind of want to know what his de- or their deal is because I'm assu- something's clearly happened in his past that's made him hate the world, as it were. And so he he hates Miwa because not because she's gay, but because of all the public displays of affection. Well, because is, because yeah, she's so. normal in his words, normal and very out about in his eyes, out about yeah that she's in a relationship. Basically, the whole point was. You do get a little flashback to when he's talking to his mother, I think. And it's basically like, oh, you're special. He was asking why he's called what he was. So, oh, we called you this because you're special and great and blah, blah, blah. And then presumably something happened and then you see him at the doctor's and his mom's just like, please just make him normal. That's the thing. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what it could... I can only assume that he's either... It's either he's gay or they're trans. I, I have a few ideas, but considering the aim of this manga is to talk about gay rights and such, I'm assuming it's yeah. I'm assuming he's that he is gay. The thing is, the way I feel like they're setting him up, it really does feel like they're setting him up to be like some sort of horrific criminal, like a murderer or a rapist. I don't know, murderer. He's presented as the antagonist, but. Yeah. To me, it, it was sort of implying like he was very homophobic. He sort of comes on to them going out without them saying anything. Mm-hmm. He's one of the few characters we're introduced to that isn't immediately told. And he's always sort of like a dick move on his part, almost outing them. Mm-hmm. In fact, at one point, I'm pretty sure he outright does. But everyone just sort of like shrug it off as though, like, oh, he's just playing about because they're always around each other because they're just such good friends. I think there's a couple of times, yeah, where he outs them. They're like, wait, what? No way. No, that can't be true. And then they muddle through it and he's like, ah, whatever. Yeah, say to me, because of the way he's always acting, to be fair, we only see him interacting with me where we never see him interacting with Psycho. Yeah, never never directly. I think there's been one one or twice where they're both there, but yeah, I think he's more addressing me at that point. But yeah, he's obviously he's always kind of aggressive towards me, which, as say, until the end when you find out it's because, oh no, he just hates everyone because they get to be quote-unquote normal, while he doesn't feel normal. And in fairness to the poor guy, he does also get heavily picked up. Like, you see, during one of the drunken parties, as it were, the college kids, they are literally just being like, <laughs> nah, go go buy things like that. Nah, like I'm fucking out of it, please. But, like, no, fuck off. Go buy the fucking alcohol. I don't. Jesus, it wasn't even poor he was, kid. He was out of it. It was just. He was like, nah, I'm not doing it. Yeah, that's just his face. 
to be fair, that, the part I sympathized with him was the fact I think this was one of the few interactions he has with Psycho. She's like, dude, just go back to your room and go to sleep. And he's like, this, this is my room. And they're just having a massive party in there. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's rough, buddy. That's the thing. That's why it's hard to tell with that. Because at the one time he is a dick, but he's also kind of sympathetic in some way. So that's why I'm interested to see where his story or their story goes. See, I, the, all the setup that they gave him, I really do feel like it's going to culminate in him sexually attacking Miwa. Although when you pointed out that Miwa's the only one that can see him, maybe she imagined him. Ooh. What? When did any of us say never, that? Never interact with Soko. I'm making a bad joke. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, he's like, he's no, not really I, I there. Kind, I kind of got what you were going for, but we never explicitly <laughs> he, said he doesn't He's the manifestation the of all of her fears. I mean, symbolically, he kind of is. And again, again, that's why, as I say, I thought he was going to just be like a massive homophobe. So it was almost kind of a bit of a letdown he wasn't. Oh no, don't be saying that. <laughs> no, like, don't get me wrong. No reason anyone should be, but it was just the fact it's just like, no, he just hates everyone. And it's like that. I mean, say it. He does, he does directly say that he hates me. I don't know. Like, obviously, he does hate the world as well, but he does also specifically say, no, I hate you as well. Because there's a whole panel with her and the word hate in the background. Like, yeah, ah. but the, the point is, he hates her for being her, not for being homosexual. That interaction is so fucking weird. Because she goes up to him to basically say, like, what the hell, dude? And, like, try and figure it out peaceably. Yeah, try, try and, like, smooth things over. Yeah. And he then answers with, no, I hate you. And... Then she like freaks out about it. He's like, "Oh, first time being hated." <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> well, yeah, it is her first time being hated. Yeah, it's just weird that he'd be like so casual about it. You know, it's well, like, does, yeah, oh, she's like, time. "Oh, well, like, watch it," because she can clearly tell that he's got a problem with her. So it's like, mm. "What's what's the deal?" Is it? And she's obviously like building up the confidence to even do this interaction. Be like, "Oh, is it because of me being like into women? Is it because of all that?" It's like, "No, no, I don't hate you because of that. I just hate you." Full stop. <laughs> and then he's just. He's weird about it. <laughs> like, he's weird about everything. In he's a weird world. character, Mike, and that's he's okay. He's just a weird, weird <laughs> guy in general. Like, and every the way he talks and moves and looks at people, he's very, very off-putting in his design as well. He's actually the most uniquely designed character in this entire thing. And like, he doesn't look unattractive. He just looks shifty. Well, no, they, they, I mean, times. they describe him as a himbo, so, you know. I mean, I was going to say, his design, I could see him as being part of a K-pop group or something. Yeah, but like, he's huge he has, as well. He so has imposing. that haircut. He has the haircut, yeah. I, I, I mean, as, as the buy one, I would, but you know. <laughs> Into learning things about Sean today. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it, he's, he's intentionally an off-putting character, and his interactions with people are weird. Like, weird to the point of, like, I thought like the thing that was wrong with him so to speak was like maybe he had um, psychosis or not psychosis, uh, psychopathy or something like that where like he literally doesn't feel emotions like at all so i thought that might be where they're going but it makes more sense that he's just got um in deeply indentured like homophobia or romantophobia whatever where like he just hates people in relationships because he can't get into one because he's weird because he's traumatized so it, it makes sense that that more sense that that's where they're going with him. It's just he's an enigma in general. His placement in the story is so bizarre. 
And I feel like he's only there because they kind of realized they needed an antagonist, I guess. Or like someone that they could change and arc or something like that. And I don't it, it just it feels messy having his placement there. And there's no nothing wrong with having an inherently hateful character in a story like this. Because, like, yeah, it makes sense that there would be at least one person. Well, say so that 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 was sort of why I was saying what I was saying earlier. Like, it, it's the kind of story I feel like this manga wants to tell. Yeah, but they don't shies away from it. Yeah, I think it's because they ultimately want this to be like a a feel good story. Like, while they do have drama, they always come out okay, kind of thing. Yeah, and they want to. They want everything to feel nice and. Like any issues they have aren't very big, and I don't know. It feels like they want to tell, like you say, they want to tell that story, but they they're afraid of going too deep with it because it might fundamentally change what the thing's about. This doesn't feel like a story that wants to delve into like the more, I suppose, the yeah, deep end of it. Like say when we, it's not a not about a same sex relationship, but when we covered a girl on the shore a while back, that's a lot more about dealing into the deep end, as it were, romance. Whereas this is much more. Will they live happily ever after? It's probably yes. I mean, this one does actually show, this manga does show that, like, I remember the one that you guys apparently, apparently I'm wrong in saying that um, one of the mangas that we've done before, I hated and you guys really liked was... Um, Fly me to the moon! That's the one, yeah. <laughs> Which is and brilliant. No, it's not. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it! <laughs> Semi-finalist in our first tournament arc. <laughs> Against my wishes. <laughs> but yeah, it's... See, that one, I, I didn't like. It just felt badly written and unrealistic to me. It felt like that. But this one, no. This is sort of proves that I can still enjoy, for the most part, I can still enjoy. This still proves I can enjoy. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> Romance I've still manga. got a heart, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it enjoys that I can still enjoy romance manga. Like I'm not away from the entire genre, as it were. You've you've not become a jaded Gen X person yet, Mike. No, you're. Uh... I mean, that's neither here nor there. It's more. <laughs> <laughs> it's more that like if written well, I can still enjoy the genre. I do think for the most part this is written well because they talk about things in a way that does feel real. Oh, this ties me into my next point, if you don't mind, Mike. Sure. You, it's it's written. They talk. They Jesus talk. Christ, they talk. They talk. <laughs> there, so much text. There it took is. me such a long time to do my read-throughs of this because, and it's not that it's bad necessarily. I, it's not like say an isekai where it's just skill bloat or anything like that. They just they just talk for Britain. They just talk and talk <laughs> and talk. Japan. On on that sort of <laughs> note, like these chapters are all quite short they're about 20 pages and this is i assume a weekly series yeah i don't know if it's weekly but let's say they're about 20 pages they feel like they're 50 yeah they really that much text to get and like sean said there's it's not really skill bloat or anything you'd find in other ones it's not like it's a different kind of bloat because these conversations do feel like real conversations the problem is real conversations are quite boring most of the time and as a result of that, you end up with a lot of side information that you just don't really need. A lot of things that are said, which is like, you could have cut that. A lot that. of just talking around the point. Yeah, a lot of just talking for the sake of talking. And yeah, it's a romance manga to do with relationships and building them. And these are sometimes very real conversations, but 
because they're like so real, they oof, they go on a bit. <laughs> they really do. And that's a problem when you're trying to make a medium purely for entertainment purposes. <laughs> There's a reason why in your standard movie, even romance movies, people don't just sit around and talk about the weather. <laughs> you know, and that's one of the conversations they have in this. So it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it goes on a bit. Is I'm agreeing with you, yes. Yeah, no, no, that's the thing. It's, it's a weird one because it goes on and on. I don't dislike the text it has to say. It just... Yeah, it's not bad. There's so much of it. There's yeah. so much of it. It's like it, too much of a good thing, I guess. <laughs> Let me put it this way. F- Phil, if you haven't picked up on that, infamously only reads these things like an hour beforehand. And when he told me that, in my head, I'm like, you're not going to finish this in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to fucking race through this to get through in time. I mean, in the nicest way, you, you could easily just race this. You wouldn't miss much. I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of agreeing with Phil on that one. That's what I was going to say. It's like, there's a few pages that I realized, oh, wait, I didn't actually read that. Then I looked at you and go, oh, I didn't need to. Cool. <laughs> there's a lot of excess here, which you could like, and as you point out, it's 20 pages per chapter. You could probably lose at least five of them from each chapter and probably have no less of a story. So, yeah. Lots of reading homework, let's put it that way. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not bad. It's such a weird thing, because it really does feel like a real conversation most of the time, and it does feel good, and it feels like these are things which should or would be said in that situation. But it just keeps going and going and going, and it makes you just not care. And I wish it didn't, but like I remember so many conversations where I just, I just glazed over, and I I couldn't tell you what the crux of the conversation was because I wouldn't it. say it didn't make me care. What didn't help for me was that on top of that, it does feel like, and I was able to keep the thread a bit more when I did it for the second time and made my notes. But it feels like there's a lot of like jumping around, like chronologically, and a lot of time skipping, and a lot of this chapter ends on this big point, dun dun dun, and the next chapter somewhere completely different. And it's like, but. But what about that thing we just left? Are we going to address that? And they do in like three chapters. It's like, no. <laughs> the chapter order is essentially random bar, like the one thread of them making a band and preparing for their first performance. That's the only thing that remains consistent throughout every single chapter. No, well, what they're fighting about at any given time. Eh, yeah, but again, you could like jumble those up and it wouldn't make any difference. You could, but sure. It does feel like a tornado has like spun the chapters around a lot, and it's like, and here we go, and you can follow what's happening, but at the times it'd be like, why are we, why am I now at this festival? Why are we now here? What happened to that training camp we were talking about? Yeah, they, who are yeah. these people? <laughs> what? It's your birthday now? <laughs> yeah, that happens. Yeah, uh, yeah. Something I will need to point out right now. I am streaming Persona Four, and there's one scene in that Persona Four Golden specifically which is important because this scene is only in the golden version. And there is one scene where they're like, hey, let's start a band. None of them know how to play instruments, and they learn in five days to a concert-worthy performance. It's like, what? <laughs> at least this one, you take time to like show them learning and being bad at it first, you know? So, you know, it's credit where credit's due. It's better than that. I would probably argue that three months probably still isn't really long enough to go from zero to concert performance but it's more realistic depends what parts you learn and what songs you learn 
also they're performing to teens rather than you know. Sure. I got the impression they were performing to each other rather than come buy our ticket. It's also like you do see them practice very often, so yeah, it's not out there to believe that they practice maybe five times a week or something, based on what we see. So yeah, fair. It's doable, but it, it takes time to master your guitar fingering. <laughs> well, yes. No point is psychos the guitarist, and she already knows how to play. Yeah, she's already a master fingerer, and now she's teaching me one. Mm-hmm. Just so crude. Yes, just like Psycho. We're, we're talking about playing the guitar, right? Yeah, and Psycho's a crude guitar player. Yeah. <laughs> Hasn't played in a while. She's the... Nope, we're not saying that. <laughs> Brain's like, don't say that joke, don't say that joke, don't say that joke. <laughs> All right, fine. God. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. To be fair, I think the other thing I would say as well, um, going back to like the speech they say, I'm going to assume this is, having not read the Viz version, this is broadly a Scanlation thing. But because another thing I did notice is they use a lot of like informal terms, a lot of slang. Yeah. Some of which even I was, well, not, I say even I, like I, a 30 year old man, I'm hip, hip with what the kids say. But uh, <laughs> there was a lot of terms, and sometimes I was like, I, I need to double check what this one means. Like I had to double check himbo to make sure I remembered what it was. I don't, I don't. I never got that myself because apparently I'm more hip with the kids than you are. Believable. <laughs> I'm older than you. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's. I, I never got that. I didn't get the terms and stuff. One thing that I did notice, and again, this could purely be a translation or scanlation thing, but one thing I did notice is they don't shy away from the terms, like the things that a lot of manga or TV or anything like that any kind of entertainment medium, they would, like, shy away from. Like, just using the word gay is is actually surprising because a lot of people would shy away from that. But this manga tends to recognize that those kind of terms are somewhat important. If you're going to dance around it, then you're fundamentally diluting the point of the manga. That's the thing. They use phrases like necking, FWBs, himbo, etc., yeah. etc. Which, yeah, you don't really see, as you say, on TV. <laughs> you, you don't see them in most media. Like, even in other yeah. manga, you don't really see them. I mean, hey, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm see, I haven't watched it in a while, but I'm going to go ahead and say you probably don't see the word gay appearing in hentai either. So there you go. They're progressive that way. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, these, I don't know why, but for some reason, these terms have been baked into society that they automatically lessen the value of the product but it is very important that they're used in this the context of this manga so it's very important that they do and yeah it's it, apparently if it does affect it in some way then that's still it's pretty uh ma- major props to them for doing it it's admirable because a lot of these terms are necessary it probably doesn't hurt the fact that there's also quite a lot of lesbian sex in this so that probably helps it a bit as well. All right, I don't think it's a lot. There's a couple of things where they like are implied for a page or two to be doing the deed, but you know. I mean, there's at least one frame where Psycho is literally between Miwa's legs. Yes. Like her face is buried deep in there. But I mean, hey, it's it's not 18 plus. You don't see any naughty bits, folks. So yeah. <laughs> there is no... This is why I said it was softcore porn. There's plenty of highly suggestive shit. It's like, that's, that's fine. That's fine. If you're into it, go nuts on yourself. Go, go yourself on your nuts. <laughs> it's like, yeah, just fine. And I, 
I don't know if that will have affected this thing's popularity in any direction. But it definitely does it definitely does take the place of the manga in my mind that kind of that we've reviewed anyway that gets the romance stuff the most right so far and it definitely deserves admiration for that alone i mean have we actually done a proper romance manga before Fly me to the moon um i uh, so, so no don't, then don't get me Love wrong us. Flying Girl on the shore has romance i wouldn't say it is a romance manga one thing i was going to point out you, you reminded me of of loveless was i'm sorry i would not call that a romance manga. no i will say i wouldn't that's not what i'm gonna say god no i wouldn't say that but it is in the boys love category in the same yes. way this is in the girls love category it's this isn't creepy <laughs> it's not at all why is so many boys love manga inherently creepy but girls love is just two women just doing the thing now, I will say, like, there are two types of girls love stories, generally, in Japan. <laughs> is one of them that thing I said? <laughs> this is the nice one. The other one, uh, I could broadly sum up, uh, for people who are aware of the term, as a NTR. Oh, no. I am aware of that term. That's not okay. Oh, no, yeah. That's, uh, no, that's no. the other type of Yuri love story you typically most see. Well, then. But this isn't that, so... It's not that, thankfully. <laughs> yes, thankfully. But uh, the the other sad flip side is that because of that, you probably won't ever see this animated. Because uh, the good Yuri stories, like Girlfriends or like My Lesbian Experience with Loneliness, never never get adapted. Sad face. I'm guessing that comes back to the whole wider market appeal thing I was talking about before. For some reason, having these terms and having this sort of interaction in in manga just makes it completely unapplicable to the wider audiences which is sad because it's nice to even though this is a heavily dramatized version of it it, is, it would be nice to see something like this with a somewhat accurate core to reach a wider audience i do think that will also tie into and phil probably be able to provide more context there but that also ties into it's in japan yes. which is one of the more reserved nations in the world yeah like this is what i said at the beginning it's like the Japanese culture can be incredibly conservative, so that's why this story needs to exist. Yeah, like, to be blunt, Disney probably has better LGBT representation than, uh, than anime. I, sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling to think of any LGBT representation in Disney stuff, but... But yeah, it, it's there, just. Like Owl House, for example. Owl House's main protagonists are in an LGBT relationship. Sure. I mean, so, I mean, the last thing on my list probably to go into, and uh, we've talked about it very briefly up to now, is what do people think of the art? Because I have a description for it, which was fast and loose. Yeah, um, it's definitely a choice. Like, it's a style. It's definitely the way they want these characters to look. Like, the artist is clearly very, very proficient in what they do. The problem for me is everyone feels very interchangeable including the main characters, the protagonists, so Psycho and Miwa. Like, there's one character which doesn't feel interchangeable, and that's End, because he's purposely drawn very, very differently. I would argue the main characters aren't. You can tell them apart easily. Yeah, I'd argue pretty much the four main females, or the two main females and the two main side females, that I don't get character blindness of any of those. But there were times with the male cast where I was like, wait, which one are you again? 
oh, you're that guy. Right. To be fair, I think that's more an issue down to their relevance rather than their designs. I feel like their designs are pretty different from each other. It's just they have no relevance, so you just don't remember them. Well, it's just like my issue is Psycho is a long-haired, fairly slender female character. There is at least two others of the, with blonde hair. There's at least two other of those. Uh, Miwa is black-haired, slender female character. There is at least another two of those. Again, you have to look at how they're dressing as well. Psycho dresses very casual, like very casually, like t-shirt and basketball shorts kind of thing. Which is fine, but it takes you that extra like second to recognize who's talking if you're just seeing the headshots and stuff. Not for the women, I would say. For the guys, sure. For the girls, no, I could always tell who was who and who was speaking. Say again, even for most of the guys, I don't think I had much trouble telling them apart outside of a couple when they start introducing additional side characters, and there's a few of them that are very similar with some existing characters. But in fairness, that's just like teens at college. It's it's more just, I couldn't tell you any of the guys' names because none of them are relevant at any point. Yeah, fair. The names, absolutely. I, I maintain what I said. But, but at least like the female side characters, they actually get involved with the story, so to speak. They do. Like they, they actually interact. Yeah, and I would say they are more characters than a lot of other side characters we've seen in other manga. But I do still feel like they're quite interchangeable. And, like, that's a shame, really. But ultimately, the manga's not about them, so it's not really a problem. Uh, my issue is with the art, in general, is just, it's a choice. Um, it's not bad at all. Clear, you can tell what everything is. There's no, like, heavily stylized, warped-looking animals that, like, you can tell what it is, but it doesn't normally look like that. Nothing like that. It's just, yeah, it looks fine. It's just, I don't really like it overall. I see where you're coming from. I, it's not that I dislike it, but there's definitely something on it that I, I, again, I keep using the phrase fast and loose, but I hate that because of how imprecise that is. And I guess, I don't know. I couldn't put my finger on exactly what it is that makes you feel like this art isn't the top tier, but it, it's fine. It's fine. In my it's generally more rounded than like literally like the lines are less harsh and they're less um jagged than you would see in a lot of other manga which is weird considering all the paddling is very square (laughs) yeah uh that might be one of the reasons why it doesn't track quite so well like it doesn't feel like it fits consistently although i would rather this than it go the opposite direction where you get characters with chins and noses that could cut glass (laughs) so I mean, at least it, it builds into the fact they all look like real people and yeah. the paneling isn't a case of, like with Loveless, as we mentioned, where you go, where do I read next? What's happening? <laughs> I'm so yep. confused. I never got confused about that at all. I didn't really notice any backgrounding, like anything wrong with what they did have, but there wasn't a ton of it. Like there was there was like an, an okay amount. Like effort's clearly put into this thing and I don't want to come off like I didn't see that it's not lazy no not at all it's a choice and that's fine it's just not a choice that i would make with my clear superior art history skills he said sarcastically hoping what you did over the christmas break right (laughs) yeah i uh i took three months and now i'm a master (laughs) artist (laughs) 
because clearly you can master anything in three months. Absolutely. Wait, what do they say? It's like 10,000 hours to become an expert? How many hours are there in three months? Is there 10,000? Probably. No. <laughs> I'll do the math on that sometime later. I'm probably right. I, you're not. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be somewhere around like two to three thousand, I think, off the top of my head. Yeah, about 10,000 uh, then. Like, roughly. Rounding up a bit. It's about um, a year and a half. Yeah, in three months. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. Uh, I, think that, I think that's pretty much everything I. Oh no, there was one other thing I did want to bring up, but it's only a minor point. So, was there anything outside of you two wanted to delve into? I mean, I also have a very, very minor point. I hate the title. What, how do we relationship? Yeah. I think it's very modern. Exactly, that's why I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, granted, I have no love for, like, these like weird flowery titles you get in manga as well, where it's like... The light novel titles that I parody every episode. <laughs> yeah, or, like, the ones which are just fucking obscure, where I, I was a anime I watched many years ago, it was called, like, Boys Over Flowers, and it's, like, nothing to do with any of that. <laughs> and it's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> So I was like, I, I, I guess I, I'm fine with it being on point. I just hate that it's like, I can has cheeseburger style of grammar. I, just, I don't like that. That's it. That, that, that's my entire point. Fair. What surprised <laughs> me is it, it's quite a distinctive name. And it's by Viz, who I'm on the mailing list for. And I keep up with a lot of what they do. I don't know how I never heard of this before this episode. So I think, how do we relationships to the localized name? Yeah, yeah sense, but that's yeah. what would be on the Viz email, is the point. Uh, yeah, yes, so. I know, I'm just saying, like, point is, because I think the literal translation is, do you want to go out, or question mark. Yeah, I, uh, granted, I, I never really have a huge love of anime titles in general. I mean, the fuckers soap got to do with being undead samurai ghosts that fight off ghosts with, that have what? bleach. I'm talking about bleach. Oh. The fuck's that got to do with anything? Uh, I, I, it's been too like. There's a reason for it why he calls it bleach, and I can't for life me remember. But. There isn't. It's pointless. I mean, he's been asked the question. There's an answer to it. I just can't remember what the answer was. Because he was drawing it, he looked up and he saw a bottle of bleach, and he was like, "That's it." <laughs> Genius. Look, all right. I prefer that to let's just name it after the main character. Oh, let's do Naruto. Like, oh, wow, very inventive. You nailed it. I mean, doesn't. Ichigo mean like strawberry. the one or something. Oh, that actually means strawberry. Okay, never mind then. No, Ichi Ichiban is number one. Right. Okay. So yeah, would you rather it be called strawberry instead of bleach? Actually, yeah, I think I would. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want like the strawberry death reaper or anything like that. Whatever the first <laughs> chapter's called. But yeah, I'm done with this manga. <laughs> the only, I think, the only other thing I wanted to believe in, like, funnily enough, considering all the like. We've we've talked before about like throughout this episode about porn and how like porno plots and stuff. And then this one does just have a straight up porno plot moment where they're like, "We're going to lock you two in this room until you sort your relationships out." And then within about a few pages, they're about to start making out. I would say that's a porno plot, but yeah, you, you could absolutely see that being the. I have seen that as porno plots, Mike, in the past. <laughs> until you bag, you shall not leave. I was going to say that was like a big meme. It was like you, these two people can't leave this room until they do blah. Until you reconcile, foul will not leave. Until you fuck, <laughs> you're stuck in here. To be fair, they didn't say until you fuck. They didn't. Yeah, it's, uh, in fairness to that scene, they don't. It's a trope of like 
uh, media in general. Oh, no, yeah, I don't hate it for that, especially considering the character who's instigating it. I can totally believe they're like, well, it worked in this porn. It worked in this as well. It did. So, it just, there you go. It just works in general. You force people to confront an issue rather than letting them not. The whole setup for it, though, is quite porny. It's like, what do you mean we? this is the one room in the building where we can't open from the inside? And someone leans in a window that's in this building that they can't open for some I reason. I was expecting their first reaction to be, yeah, because she opens the window to tell them this. I was thinking, why don't they just go over to the window yeah. and, like, yank it open? Jump through the window. What? <laughs> like, all right, whatever. Yep, it's stupid. I, I will say that this thing doesn't have a whole lot of porn logic in it. No, no, but that just makes that scene stand out all the more. It does, yeah. And it's like, it would be very, very easy for someone writing this to be like, what situation can I get them into now that'll put as much TNA on the panel as possible? And they don't. Like, every time the characters do have sex in this, it does feel more or less natural that that would occur in that scene. So, yeah, I think it's fine. There's nothing inherently wrong with it, but, yep, that scene was was there. It sure was. It sure was. Then let's move on to the usual conclusions, then, of would we read more? Would we buy the series, because it is officially localised, and um, I guess would we check it out if it ever did get an anime adaptation, or heck, or a live-action adaptation, which I could believe you could do for this kind of thing? I think live-action would be more likely than anime. Yeah, I'll go first. So, I mean, I've covered a lot of my kind of main points already that it's a slog to read through it because of the sheer amount of text. And I feel bad saying that because usually when I say that, it means the writing's bad or the story isn't necessarily going forward. But it is, like, the, don't get me wrong, it's a slice of life story, so don't expect the world to move. But there's forward momentum. The character dialogue is engaging. It just makes an absolute meal out of something that could be kind of relatively light with the art style as well being kind of like fast and loose but that also seems to bleed over at times into the narrative and the pacing the coherency of the story it's just but i mean i do like it on the whole despite its best attempts at times to kind of self-sabotage and shoot itself i like all the characters i mean heck as i've made clear i like the side characters well at least um name blanking ushi and the other one rika Rika, thank you very much. Yes, I like those two as well. I think they add a bit to the story as well. So it's it's not that I have issues with characters or anything like that. I don't think, as I kind of mentioned there by changing the question, I don't think an anime adaptation would work, but that's partly because of trepidation about seeing how Yuri anime in the past traditionally avoids doing the uh, interesting... There is no adaptation, for example, of Girlfriends, probably one of the most highly regarded yori mangas out there and i don't think there ever will be and for a similar reason i don't think you'll get one of this but uh would i read more would i buy more i would need to buy a volume or two of the viz one just to see how they adapt it because i feel this scanlation is a very well i'd find out but i feel it's very unique in like the, the overuse of the terms and slang and informal dialogue it has compared to what you would usually get out of say a formal translation by viz or yen press so i'd need to see how it played out in a real, for real, Viz Media volume. But uh, yeah, I could definitely see myself reading by more if it's if it still has the same kind of tone and feeling in their translation as it does in this one. So yeah, I, I probably would. Although, um, 
as I made a march to at the start. I immediately tried to find Volume 1 on Amazon, and it's out of stock. So, who knows when I'll get that? Classic. <laughs> Probably not for half a year at the rate it's taking to get these volumes in stock. F- fucking let me buy Jujutsu Kaisen already. God damn it. <laughs> So uh, yeah, there's there's my there's my take. I don't know so much about a live action slash anime version, but I would definitely do want to, at the very least, give the Viz Media version to try and see how they tackle this. Mike, you can go next, buddy. Yeah. You said that this is potentially your favorite romance we've covered on the show. So would you? Would but is that enough? Would you read more? Would you buy it? Would you watch an adaptation, however it is presented? Well, in usual fashion i'm not going to give you a straight yes or no i'm going to talk for a while and hopefully an answer will appear you're going to give me a bar yes or no or a gay <laughs> yes or no <laughs> i get it it's on theme but it's okay so what i'm going to say is i would personally not go out and purchase this even though it is very very good and i feel like if you're into the genre then yeah then absolutely go pick it up I would not personally buy it. However, I would probably read it if my partner bought it for themselves. Like, if they bought it, they really wanted to read it, I would read through it at a much slower pace after they were done with it. Because, yeah, honestly, this is really very good. So, in terms of adaptation, maybe. Uh, I would really have to, whether it be anime or live action, it would really have to be, especially if it was live action, it'd have to be acted so well. To remain compelling because especially if they did a word for word like reenactment it would whew, it would be bloated as hell and it was hard enough to read this it would be even harder in my opinion to sit through having to listen to those long ass conversations hey now i feel if they did it word for word that would be a 20 minute episode right there <laughs> it's that like sean said it's not bad at all it really does feel like it's really good writing and but it's just there's too much of it <laughs> there is, it's it's overwritten and it, it really feels like to me this thing needed another either a better editor or another one to slim it down or the one they had is like perfectly good at their job but someone's like no 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 it's all important so they kept it all in and it's like this needed something cut out of it which is impressive again considering how relatively short the chapters are considering how relatively short the chapters are it still took me like hours to get through so it is a project to read this especially if you want to read all of it like how much of this is out now if all of it in japan seven volumes worth over here four yeah so we read two and that took me hours to do like at least two hours so yeah it would it would take a long time to get through the whole thing and yeah so if you're into it and you're looking for a little reading project. This is honestly a fine one to start with. But I would not purchase it myself. Reading it, though, not out of the question. There we go, then. And so that means now we go to the man himself, Mr. Feel. Would you... I, I, I don't know if you keep up with this one, so do you continue to read this one? Uh, will you continue to read this one? Uh, would you buy it? Slash, would you watch it? I am still reading this one. Though I think the uh, scanlations are only up to like volume three. I probably would not buy it. I'm not that bothered by it. Like sort of as Mike says, I think it's perfectly fine. I think it's 
if, if that's the sort of thing you're into, I think you would like it. Go out, buy it, by all means. I personally am not that bothered by this kind of story. That's why I don't feel massively compelled to buy it. I don't think I'd be bothered about watching any sort of adaptation. I don't know, maybe it's just a personal prejudice of mine, but I feel like if it was a live action, this feels like it's the kind of thing that would have to, by its very nature, attract a particular crowd. And as a result of that, the acting talent behind it probably wouldn't be very good. Maybe that's a personal prejudice I have, but that's my misgiving. Having, I don't exactly watch many J dramas or anything, so I couldn't really comment. My live action Japanese content is generally men in spandex. <laughs> Naughty. It's not even the kind of thing I would watch generally anyway, so it's just kind of like, meh, meh. Yeah. Like, it'd have to be, like, especially good to drive yeah. a new viewership, and I just don't think it would get that. But uh, I've been wrong before, and there you go. So maybe it would. Maybe it would. But you know what does have a very fine viewership? <laughs> That's right, we're doing these again. It's Mike Twitch streams. <laughs> Did you say I have a very fine viewership because you're part of it? Am I? I mean, I don't think I've watched the stream of yours in like a month. It still counts. Okay, well then, let's say yes. Yay! Okay, uh, yes, you can find me on twitch.tv slash berserkra, B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R. Find me on Twitter at the same name, that's at B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R. I play video games and things, and it's fun sometimes. I've been slogging through Persona 4 Golden recently, and it's good. It's taken a while, but it's good. I was going to say, I imagine this is the early February episode. Do you think you'll have done with P4G by that point? I don't know how far in you are. That's a good question. Uh, I think so. Probably will be by then. However, uh, I'm now uploading all my streams of note onto my YouTube channel. So find me on YouTube at Berserker as well. And so if you're curious, you can go watch that there. <laughs> Say so you can go watch the many, many hours of Persona 4 Golden content and then get mad when Mike's like, I hate GA, even though <laughs> she's the hate. most popular female in Persona 4. I, I do hate GA. For no reason. I have. I, I, have, I outline my reasons at length. <laughs> uh, dear. But yeah, you can, you can discover that content. And then, hey, any plans for the Valentine season? Are you going to. Fire up anything? I don't know, like Hatterful boyfriend or anything. I don't know. If you got anything. <laughs> I don't know. I'll figure that out when I get there. I was gonna say, still a month away or so at this point is, for yeah. us in the real world time. I am available at Slazer King S L A Z O K I N G on the Twitter for my usual slew of tweets, mainly celebrating the lack of kidney stones and uh, other things I pull in the Gatchama world. And uh, hey, now it's a new year. Maybe I'll actually be watching stuff again once I've gotten through like the backlog of tasks and stuff I need to do. Phil, buddy, old pal. So favorite Yuri series? I don't know. That's a weird name. Uh, no, no, why not? Good shout. I was expecting girlfriends, but uh. Nanaha also pretty good. Uh, you're assuming I've put any amount of thought into that answer. You also assume we have the same refined tastes that you do? No, why would I want Sean's shit taste? <laughs> you're very right. N neither of you have. <laughs> I have no taste. As, as, everyone, as, a, as I myself know, my opinions are right and everyone else is wrong, no matter what they tell me.
most of the shit we say on this show is probably wrong. I, I have to feel like people don't come to us for accuracy. They come to us for our winning talent and personalities. Right? What talent? Oh, no. <laughs> what personalities? Like, no, because you're like, oh, talent. Like, what, what talent are we putting on display here? <laughs> Just say that we have some and they'll believe us, damn it. And if you want more of our award winning talent and personalities, then uh, don't forget, first of all, to follow us on Twitter at TrashMangaCast to be notified the moment a new episode goes live. And of course, to subscribe to us. We're on all the good podcasting services like your Spotify, your Apple, your Google, your Stitcher, and your TuneIn. So follow us, subscribe, like, rate, give us stars, leave us a review. I think that's a new thing Spotify is now doing. Do all of that good stuff. Uh, and why should you subscribe? Well, Phil, give them, give them a tease. What is happening in the next episode of Trash Manga Friends? Uh, I'm making you read more Isakai. Making you read Where the Villainess. As it is also Green Webtoon. Which we've not done in a while, I don't think. Uh, no. Last one we did um, solo leveling. No. <laughs> solo leveling was like episode four, mate. We've done the one you recommended since then, and that was a web too. Am I, am I even on this show? I don't remember shit this shit. <laughs> well, look, I, I don't remember shit, but... Damn, even I know it's not solo leveling. The last webtoon we did is either, uh, if you count it, uh, that it was the man who because that was a webtoon format style thing. If you don't, I think it would have been Sweet Home. Sure. Do Quang Ping Zion. I don't know what it's called. Oh, uh, Battle Through the Heavens. Yeah. I'm not sure if that counts as a webtoon, because it's webtoon format, but because it's Chinese, I don't know if it counts. Yeah. Well, no, this, this is like the long strip, is what I mean when I say webtoon. Either way, so it's something we've not done for a while, so we've got that to look forward to. So uh, watch us delve back into the world of webtoons for the first time in 2022 at the very least. Next time on Trash Manga Friends. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.